1: this text because we were talking about this last hour i was at a in cancun at a hotel i i pressed the door close button in an elevator and the door actually closed a Mm. complete game changer there you go i don't know why it was a game changer mexico the land of promptly closing elevators that'd be fantastic what a great place to live
0: deborah j saunders joins us deb's the uh, deborah is the white house correspondent for the las vegas review journal and covers donald j trump and his administration deborah how are you
2: Oh, just uh, having another sleepy day here at the yeah, White
0: House. Nothing ever happens. So uh, no, Chuck and nothing. Nancy are heading over to talk about infrastructure. Am I correct that the last time they were at the White House to talk to the Donald, it it was the uh, infamous uh, he got up and walked out immigration meeting?
2: I believe that, that was the last meeting they've had met. And of course, the one before that is where he calls the cameras in. And tells him he, that he would be proud to shut down the government for border security. Oh, yeah. So everybody's sort of waiting to see what's going to happen. Now, this event is closed press, oh. they say. But as we know, there are times things are said to be closed press, and yet they're not. So will we bring cameras in? Will we decide to change the subject? And so this is infrastructure week, right? Uh, which is, was a running joke here the first year of the Trump presidency infrastructure week always signaled that something really bad would come out of the blue and change the subject Mm. right Uh, but but now so now we have infrastructure day and we'll find out if they will actually discuss infrastructure or will trump change the subject and want to bring up immigration or uh impeachment the other i word or will they stay on on track and actually discuss infrastructure
0: a big giant walls
1: infrastructure deborah (laughs) <laughs> that's a good
0: point,
2: you're so right,
1: <laughs> that's so a good point
2: I think, I think yeah, that's right.
1: I don't know that's if you right. saw the Tom Friedman's column in The New York Times where he said we should have a wall. if I was Trump, I'd hold up that article in front of Chuck and nancy
2: uh i'm I, that that's something he may well do he He does like to uh show when the New York Times agrees with him, so I mean he did that remember he had that story they had the story about how strong the economy was. Right, is happy just to, happy to cite the New York Times when they're on the same page.
0: we got to get them to hold up the Las Vegas Review-Journal.
1: To hell with the Times, that's what I say. Huh? <laughs> I, heard some, uh, I'm, Demo- I'm I heard some Democratic strategists talking the other day about where has Chuck Schumer been through this whole Mueller report came out? Should there be impeachment? Should we force this to happen or that to happen? Chuck's just been wherever he's been. He just hasn't even been on the scene.
2: Well, you know, he doesn't control the Senate. He's trying to get other things done. But
1: clearly, if you're going to mount an an opposition to the president built around impeachment, he and Nancy would be side by side out there, you know, making the case. And he's not. So I'm thinking, you know, he's he's in line with Nancy. that that, That's a bad idea to go down that road.
2: Yeah. And and, I mean, I just don't understand what he would get out of sort of pushing that subject right now. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, I don't think impeachment is her favorite word at all. She's got a caucus that just uh, wants to do the lemming rush. To the cliff and she's trying to hold them back uh we'll see what happens and well it, of course it, donald donald trump uh, doesn't help her on that
0: it would be insane if they went that route at this point i mean we're close enough to the election that would be the only issue in the election was impeachment and they don't want to have that as the only issue so uh listen uh, speaking of strategies and that sort of thing the uh various congressional committees are subpoenaing everything uh from the mm-hmm. trump organization uh you know, from from bank records to Eric's hair clippings, and and the White House's <laughs> signal, it's going to say no to everything and just foot drag. Uh, how do you think that's going to unfold?
2: I think that this is going to. Well, I mean, by the way, I mean there are things that the White House has offered to do to uh, facilitate the request for the, for the House but not give them everything that they want um and so we'll see you know the question is are democrats going to say no we want it exactly what we want it or we won't take it that's part of the issue and then you know let's face it we've seen we've seen the game of uh president stalling uh, house committees before i think he's just going to try to tie it up in the courts and see how long it goes i mean
0: yeah i think the white house ought right? to just outright hire eric holder and call him our <laughs> delaying consultant You know, to to rub it in the face of the Democrats and then just refuse to cooperate until you're out of office.
1: And Trump knows from business dealings, I imagine, how you can you can just get things tied up in legal situations for years to your advantage sometimes.
2: Absolutely. So unless the Supreme Court says we're going to settle it here once and for all. uh, And by the way, that that it it, it could be that if that happens, that they go with on the Trump side of this, uh, because there are you know, there are issues uh, about the balance of power and how much the white house owes to to congress. So we'll yeah, I mean it's it, I don't it, and the other issue is how many how many people care and are those the people who are going to influence the outcome of 2020.
0: Right, right. I hear that. Uh Deborah J Saunders, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey uh Deborah, thank you for the quick check in. We will uh, stay in touch. Good to talk to you.
2: Nice talking to you.
0: All right. See you soon.
1: Hey, did you see the, I was just looking at the the Today Show, did you see the new Baghdadi video that came out? I did. The leader of ISIS that uh, has been declared dead a number of times over the years has only been seen a couple of times ever. Yeah, yeah. Out in a new video. Fatter, they say. He didn't look noticeably (laughs) fatter to me. Hey, Baghdadi, we got something in common. Yeah, fatter and older, aren't we all? (laughs) Five years
0: ago, I was thinner too. He's got like a groovy Neapolitan beard going. It's gray near his chin, but then it's dyed a... It's kind mm. of black in the middle and red at the end, and it's... Uh, is he dying it red? There oh, yeah, it is. There absolutely. it is right there. Yeah, yeah. dyeing your beard's kind of a thing in that part of the world. Right. You get your... Uh, red is very popular. You know, it's like your, your goth girls walking the streets, and, and really it's spread now. All sorts of people walking around with blue hair or, or
1: flaming pink or whatever. Baghdad, he's down with that. I'll bet he's got a couple of piercings under his, uh, his <laughs> shawl he wears there. Boy, I've noticed the uh, the little barbell sort of piercing thing that people get. I'm seeing them in stranger and stranger places on people's mm. faces. Like mm. I, I see them now, and I think, how did you even, Urgh. how do you even get that in there? There's no, there's no uh, there there. Uh, how does that even happen? Like that's on gross. your high cheekbone. Oh, uh, what stop they, it! What's that going through? And, and what's the what's the deal? Do you, get, <laughs> do you just get like street cred among other people who are pierced before it being a unique spot? You get admiration for that. I don't know. I don't know. You know I anything f- about that, Sean? I feel like the reason they do it is because they want to be different. Well, and obviously. Ever, so so you, once everybody has it in the nose and the lip and in the obvious places, you got to get a little creative with it. Just kind of a random up here on your cheek. Am I correct that you as a young hipster are untattooed and unpierced? I'm untattooed, but I have several piercings in the webbings of my toes. Oh, <sighs> <laughs> what are you, some sort of hipster duck? That's the worst thing I've ever heard. That's terrible. No, that's that's false. I, I do not hope. have that. You show them off when you only when you're wearing flip flops. I saw. A f- I, I jump into a pool. I sink right to the bottom. Huh? I saw a fairly large barbell sort of thing as behind some woman in line at at a Starbucks, and she had it like in the bottom base of her neck. Oh my! Went through here. What's the point the, of that? I don't know, but it just cut oh. it out. Oh, it looked painful.
0: Do something. Achieve something. Write a
1: song or a poem or, or get a job or something. <laughs> What is the deal? I uh-huh. had my ear pierced when I was in fourth grade, fifth grade, something like that. And then I was playing out on the the yard one day, and it just fell out. And I was like, "Well, I'm not looking for that." And then it closed <laughs> up, and I was like, "All right, well, that was a fun time. And you a- moved on." <laughs> That's a major decision in your life. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not looking for that. <laughs> That's in the grass. How would I ever the, find it? The end of the pierced ears of a positive Sean. Um, but back on ISIS briefly before we take a break. Um, So they nailed down that a couple of the scumbags in Sri Lanka trained with ISIS. Mm, so they got that nailed okay. down. Okay, definite relationship then, all right. Yeah. Now, do we have any affiliation with scumbag that shot up the synagogue outside of San Diego? He's just on his own. I just I think he's just a ass he's yeah. your classic stupid angry coward i was looking up at the tv and they just had a video of him playing the piano so i don't know what the point of that is baghdaddy no oh. the the kid that shot up the budget oh him yeah, yeah and I, what, yeah. What, what
0: is that i mean i think that's just a sad pathetic misguided dope well oh, it's american, the american root just a purposeless american dope is story. that the
1: point of the media coverage just look at this Is could be your high school kid and then he did this I mean, I, 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 find that kind of intriguing the, you had a really normal middle class life yeah, and kind of just go in the same direction as everybody. In fact, a, better than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And then you do this. Yeah. What the hell is yeah. that? Now that I've heard some people talk about, there are a, uh, um, uh, a number of studies out there relating schizophrenia or various mental illnesses to smoke and marijuana mm. that uh, some people are trying to make a thing out of. And he's a 19-year-old, and was he starting to smoke marijuana, and that caused, I don't who knows. Mm. But just the idea of you had a, a perfectly fine life, there is no reason to be unhappy at all, let alone slaughter people, just m- murder people in cold blood. Right. And that happened in Sri Lanka, it happened, uh, it happened in Poway, and then you got this guy that they busted yesterday who wanted to do this sort of stuff. Right.
0: Here's a philosophical question for you. You can muse over it uh, during the break. Then we'll come back perhaps and, and discuss it. And, and I'm sorry, I can't even remember the city. But guy drives by a uh, barbecue, starts shooting into it. It's m- the same number of deaths and more injured than the synagogue shooting. But it got barely a blink of an eye of coverage. Why is that? Um, That's a good question. I mean, it was born of an ideology, probably a gang affiliation, that sort of thing, some personal beef. It's not an organized ideology against a group of people, so I understand why it's different. But I just think there was a greater letting of blood, but one one thousandth
1: of the coverage. What does that mean? That is a good question. Our text line is 415 295 KFTC. Plus, we'll continue working the Russian spy whale beat. Are you at risk? (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty show.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The conscience
1: Of 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 the nation.
2: Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Very In China, an Avengers fan cried so hard during the movie he was hospitalized. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, doctors ordered him to get some rest and never watch The Notebook. That's what they told (laughs) him. What country was it that somebody was yelling out spoilers and they got beat up? I don't know. Was that here? No, I thought it was in a foreign land. I I don't know. I just heard about the story from you. I don't remember the location. But uh, somebody was yelling out spoilers during the movie, which... And got precisely what was coming to him. which makes you a crazy person. Well, you got what you were begging for. Right. We need more of that, not less of it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> More vigilante beatings. Yes. That's an interesting stance. I'm, you don't hear to that, stand that behind it. you don't hear that much among opinion shapers. I, I've actually read a great
0: deal about the uh, mutation of our society into one where all, it's always a third party that you go to for justice. And, and you must assemble a group of people who support your plea for justice as opposed to, it's just,
1: it's too long to get into. But we can just label this podcast Joe Forms a Posse. Sure. <laughs> it was a theater in Hong Kong. Hong Kong. There you go. The Florida of the world. Everybody was kung
0: fu fighting from contemporaneous accounts. <laughs> this is, You know what? I should have uh, figured out who this was. An alert listener sent us this. Um, they knew I would enjoy it, and they're absolutely right. Scrolling, scrolling. I like to give credit where it's due. Can't remember. It's the uh, uh, university title generator. which we will uh, link for you at armstrongandgetty.com. We were discussing yesterday the fact that a professor at Sarah Lawrence College, I believe, had written an editorial, which was aired in the New York Times, uh, posted in the New York Times, about the fact that the administrations at colleges and universities make the uh, faculty look conservative. Administrations are 12 to 1. That liberal does, to conservative That doesn't even seem possible. I know it's it's astonishing and this guy was saying and that can't be healthy for diversity of opinion. Well now the the sno- the enraged snowflakes, the Maoist red Guard youth of that college are trying to get him run out of his job for even saying that. Um, but having said that, I'd like to join a university faculty. Let's see. Uh, my first one is Acting Associate Executive for the Committee on Employee Diversity. There you go. Estimated salary, $69,868. It says, click here if this position is not prestigious enough for you. Mm. Well, I am a major blanking talk radio figure. So, yes, I need a more prestigious. Uh, I'm going to click on that. Deputy President of the Committee on Community Planning. There you go. Woo!
1: I'm making two fifty three, man. God, you could go tell yes. somebody you're that at, at the University of whatever, and everybody yeah. would say, "Oh, okay." You Anybody must be who's something.
0: got a kid in a college or works at a college or lives near a college, deputy president of the committee on community planning. <laughs> Click here if this position is not prestigious enough for you. Well, all right, I'll keep trying. Assistant associate executive for student climate for the committee on donor excellence. <laughs> oh, I, I took a cut and pay. Let me try. Let me try another one. Executive Associate Liaison to the Office of Employee Planning. Mm. There's a lot of planning. <laughs> uh, assistant Deputy Dean of the Committee on Academic <laughs> Diversity. See that? That's a winner. I like <laughs> assistant and deputy both being in the <laughs> yeah, title. Exactly. Right, right, right. Lead Deputy Chair of Athletic Compliance of the Task
1: Force on Community Services. I'd like to be the liaison to the Assistant Deputy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this one's the one for me. I'm settling into it. That, uh, that job that paid two hundred and too much pressure. I like this one. I'm making one i am the deputy manager of the Office of Community Climate.
1: <laughs> Communi- <laughs> taking the temperature of the
0: community? Climate ideologically, Sean. Inclusion, multicultural, intersectionalism. Making sure we have 12 to 1 Marxists to sane people. That's what we're all paying forty grand a year for, give or take.
1: It doesn't seem like it's ever a good thing that you have that ratio uh, just of ideologies where it's that far out of whack. That it would ever be good to have that, unless you are like the Republican committee or the Democratic committee. But
0: even then, you would have a, a fair amount of dissent.
1: Here's the, a re- range of views. Reminds me of this. So Tucker Carlson had this uh, the other night. So the the day the Mueller report came out. I remember it well. And the cable news channels were all going crazy, and we were making the joke about CNN that had, like, 11 people up there. Honest to God, that's not even an exaggeration. It was just an insane number of people across this thing. Right. They tacked on, like, a little unfolding card table at the end of their big CNN desk to fit everybody. But Tucker pointed out, he said, you got 11 people up there, and they all agree. What is that? Get a 12. No kidding. Bring in some more. You you brought in 11 human beings and made sure they all agree, have the same point of view. There you go. There's (laughs) a college campus
3: these days. Uh, What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, we got chaos and tear gas filling the streets of Venezuela as an uprising grows against the socialist government. It's on. Biden says he's running to save the soul of America, and now hotels are getting ready to challenge Airbnb.
1: What? I'm confused. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Boy, how serious do you want to get in the morning? Or any time ever. Not very. CDC out with a report on Netflix's show 13 Reasons Why, which I was not even aware of. Do you, are you familiar with that show? Yeah, we talked about it briefly a while back. Anyway, it's about suicide and the way suicide spiked after it came out. is And, and what groups is really interesting and mm-hmm. disturbing. And, and should you put laws in place? Well, I don't think you can, but uh, maybe more on that later, maybe not. And the world of fact-checking is dead. The well, very concept yeah. of fact-checking <laughs> is has made itself ridiculous. When I hear the word or the phrase fact check, I, I, I know I'm about to hear a lie. I assume that I'm going to be spun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so all that on the way. Right now, news with Marshall Phillips.
3: It is on. Vice President Mike Pence saying, we are with you to the Venezuelans taking to the streets after opposition leader Juan Guaido called for the military to rise up and oust the socialist leader, Nicolas Maduro.
0: Now, the folks have been in the streets before.
3: We've seen tear gas and smoke and the rest mm-hmm. of it. Is this a, a new level, do you think? Guaido signaling his most blatant declaration to rise up against the government by involving the military. He did a video early this morning where he was standing with members of the military and saying, join us, join us now. Mm. And so he's called for people to come out into the, onto the streets, and that is apparently what is happening it says It's go point.
1: time is what he's saying. Yep. This is what you've been waiting for. This is go time. Yep. Now!
3: And apparently there in
1: the video there was a guy that had been locked up by the right. uh, the president and it was a signal that I'm in charge. I decide who's locked up and this guy ain't locked up anymore. Yep. Mm. And we're together. And we're together.
3: Yep. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo saying the U.S. fully supports the people of Venezuela in their quest for freedom. National Security Advisor John Bolton said the military must stand with the people of Venezuela. Maduro accusing the U.S. of backing a coup in his country, and now Russian President Vladimir Putin is discussing the ongoing military uprising in that country with his top security body.
1: Yeah, you got to keep in mind he sent a whole bunch of uh, uh, weapons and stuff there and people. I just hope he doesn't send any of his magic whales to (laughs) subdue the people of Venezuela,
0: the poor people of Venezuela. If they
1: start using dolphins to spy, that's, that's, that's provocative. Provocative? Big
0: uh, big story in the news these days, a uh, beluga whale apparently harnessed by the uh, the Russians to do dirty work has been discovered in the one of your oceans. Norway. Off the, no, coast, off of the Norway. coast of no, the poor Norwegians. Mm-hmm. Now th- beset by whales. Yes. Communist whales. Yes.
1: Now, I'm glad that I've never had to do this sort of thing, but I'll bet when you're participating in a revolution, particularly on the winning side, mm-hmm. it is as thrilling and a feeling of being alive like nothing else you could ever have absolutely it'd just be amazing Uh, interrupted by moments of terror oh sure
3: former vice president joe biden kicking off his presidential bid with a campaign rally in pittsburgh before a largely union crowd by the way i make no apologies i am a union man period
0: Super. So, six hundred people. It was a union hall, so you yeah. know it was not a sports stadium. Right. It will be more than interesting to see how his rallies go. I've seen major candidates, and I've looked around, and thought, "There's practically nobody here," and sure enough, they went away. We'll see how much popular support there is. I mean, because if it's just union presidents and guys who are compelled to show up right. at the union hall, what was funny was he had a backdrop of. Uh, kind of a rainbow of different races and appearances and men and women. It was a firefighter's union. Um, and it, it, notably, in the majority white crowd, there's a, there's a, a big, uh, tall black fella and what looked to be a young a Hispanic guy, probably, he was wearing eyeglasses. Um, but not that that has anything to do with it. I'm just picturing the scene. Those two guys weren't listening at all. And they were in the crowd selected to be behind him. I mean, he gets get all to right. an applause line, they'd just be staring. And then he'd get to another applause line, one guy'd look around, kind of... Then they go back to just kind of looking down at their
3: feet. It did not have a great feel to me. Did you, do you have Trump's response? I do. Are you talking about his tweet? Sure. Or, all right. This is where uh, Trump, uh, not long after the uh, rally appearance, tweeted out... Pittsburgh jobless rate hits the lowest point since the early 1970s. Maybe even better than that. And Sleepy Joe just had his first rally there. I was
1: actually thinking of his tweet about, um, so the uh, the people that run the unions that take your money and vote in ways that you don't want, they're on the side of the Democrats. But all the people that are paying the dues, you're on my side. I'm here to help you, which I thought was a decent angle. That's a pretty good ploy, yeah.
3: In uh, another story that uh, we have been following... We'll
1: fact-check the president's
3: claim about unemployment in Pittsburgh next. At the synagogue where she was killed in Saturday's shooting, 60-year-old Lori Kay was remembered by the congregation. Her daughter paid tribute to her mother at Monday's funeral, saying...
2: No one is born hating another person because of the color of his skin or his background or his religion. People must learn to hate, and if they can learn to hate, they can be taught to love...
3: A statement from the parents of the 19-year-old charged with murder and attempted murder saying, quote, he is now part of the history of evil and how our son was attracted to such darkness is a terrifying mystery to us. That was the message from the parents. Taking a look at another change in the, in the business world as the challenge to their business has grown. As Airbnb and other home rental sites have become very, very popular, hotel chains have decided, you know, if you can't beat them, then you're going to join them. And they've been jumping into the home-sharing business as well. Marriott, the world's largest hotel company, launched a home-sharing pilot in Europe last year. It's now bringing it to the U.S., where they're going to have some 2,000 home rentals in vacation destinations across the country. Jack, if you can't beat them, can you think of an alternate
0: strategy?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have you you rented out your house or considered it? Mm, Considered it. Considered, but you haven't done it.
0: Our our little place up in the mountains—not our primary residence. Nobody's coming in my friggin' home. No, not even friends, not even (laughs) (laughs) invited
1: guests. Because you just (laughs) stop them at the door and tell them I changed my mind. So you you just don't like the idea of it. I mean, I've never done it either. Well, I mean, what am I going to advertise? Would you like to live in squalor? (laughs) Well, there's that. Uh, (laughs) How many goats is too many? (laughs) Yeah, right. I mean, you've got
0: to have like generic stuff. You don't care if it gets abused or broken. You've got to lock up
1: your stuff that you like and i don't know i hate I, the idea of somebody being in my house y- yeah i could i could live with it i think my toilet would never feel the same
3: uh, somebody <laughs> else has been sitting on it
0: you know
1: that's a good point
3: <laughs> is that why you point? made me go to the gas station <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. i did it once but my landlord hated it <laughs> oh. oh all right that's your news i'm marshall phillips the armstrong and Getty show the conscience of the nation Here's something, USA
1: Today, somebody took out a giant ad in USA Today today, they did the whole thing where you you spend so much money you get the cover, like oh a false cover, Okay. and what is their topic? The bias in internet searches, and their argument is pretty interesting, mm-hmm. maybe we'll get to that. Uh, there is bias in internet searches, or it certainly seems like there is. And I'll put that final nail in the coffin of fact checking check we'll fact check joe's fact checking go ahead to see if he's true But fact checking false fact checking is not bad no wait a second true it isn't hmm.
0: i'm completely missing all turned fire. around now if anybody follows him email mailbag at you're
1: listening to the armstrong and getty show
2: armstrong and getty
0: the conscience of the nation
1: Running an anti Semitic cartoon is being looked at by Brett Stevens of the New York Times. Why is my huh. newspaper running this? Have you heard about it? Have you seen it? It's something I, I have. It's quite amazing that it ended up in the New York Times. It's not one of those well, this is a traditional trope
0: that's been used to no, it was like wow, whoa, hey, whoa. I mean just anybody could recognize it, it was
1: pretty nasty. Maybe that later. Uh, USA Today. So sometimes this happens with the USA Today. Nobody reads USA Today. I realize you don't, unless you travel for business.
0: DJs and hotel guests,
1: Jack. But um, so somebody Pantene, which I don't even know what that is. Pantene. It's uh, women's products. They got uh, your shampoos and your skin creams and okay, among other things. Well, they spent a ton of money to have a big thick cover on the USA Today, so that the the cover story is theirs. Search has become biased. Pantene. And then on inside it says, society has taught search engine algorithms to be biased. If you search greatest painters or greatest engineers, mostly men will come up. The results for words like schoolgirl... Because girl, most of them have been. The results for words like schoolgirl are heavily sexualized. In Spanish, the term for Asian women is now a search word for porn. In Spanish? that's That's not bias. <laughs> Try it. Search for yourself. Find out for yourself. That's voting. It, the, again, there are there are certainly flaws in the way that tech companies disseminate information, but that it is not a top-down bias. We're trying to sexualize the word schoolgirl. These no. are all learned behaviors from the way that we as people interface with these devices. Well, it's the, a mirror, man. Yeah, Pantene recognizes that, I think. I okay. think that's their point here that society has taught the search engine algorithms to be biased because just the way we are so they're trying to combat that with something called she s h e search human equalizer transforming the search results by searching things a certain way they've got an example for how you search stuff that could change the algorithms or something well you had to put in a lot of work if you spend Tell all day boy. long going for a quality of outcome good luck yeah this is a bit of a problem, though, right? I I mean, which part? Well, The algorithm thing, because you, uh, oh, you, had, you, had, sure. you had gatekeepers at newspapers or TV and radio stations or whatever that didn't just reflect the ugliness of humans. Right. And uh, kind of weeded out the ugliest stuff and tried to keep it a little fair and balanced, if you will, pardon the expression. Right, right. And the algorithms do not. No. If 99% of the time people searching schoolgirls, they're looking for porn, that's what we're going to give you to update the slogan of the
0: the uh, the shadow which was a uh, like a, a comic book character of the mid 20th century oh the shadow knows who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men now everybody thanks to the internet
1: <laughs> mm.
0: and i don't like it yeah want to unplug it
1: is unplug it? the internet wherever it's plugged in. Just yank that cord right out. <laughs> I did the search for greatest painters of all time. Uh, Frida Kahlo, number nine on the list. Hey, that's so a, cracks the top she's ten. A, she's a chick, arguably. All the others I'm very familiar stache. with. She had a mustache, right? Johannes Vermeer. Oh, Vermeer, are you kidding me? Is he? Is he? Uh, is he a guy oh, worthy he's of? He's among the top
0: guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, Vermeer actually is one of but... your top guys, right
0: I, there. I don't, I don't know a lot about art. If I nah. look at it and makes me happy, I think it's good art. <laughs> That's a
1: pretty good vector to to go by. You know I know what? it's not art, modern art.
0: <laughs> that cat hanging from the tree hang in there? That's clever. <laughs> yep. So fact checking is dead. <laughs> fact
1: check. Fact checking is not
0: dead. <laughs> <laughs> fact check. Yeah, it is.
1: Oh man, we're gonna go back and forth all day like this.
0: <laughs> so and and here's here's just the final nail in the coffin. The fact check column. Which was in the Washington Post, which is kind of the granddaddy of it. When Glenn Kessler did it himself, it was pretty solid. Absolutely. We had him on a bunch of times. Glenn restricted himself to facts that were generally recognized as facts that could be checked. Unemployment went down during my administration. Then he'd look into it and say, it actually went up a tenth of a percent. It was flat, it was average, blah, blah, blah. blah. Well, but now he's got a bunch of people who he does it with. And this headline caught my eye. President Trump has made more than 10,000 false or misleading claims since his uh, you know, inauguration. And they go into the, uh, the, the rapidity with which he unleashes them, claiming there was a 45-minute telephone interview with Sean Hannity. 45 false and misleading claims. There's an eight-minute press gaggle. The morning of April 26th, eight claims, et cetera, et cetera. Then they go into their for instances, and here's their first one. This is the one they wanted to feature. About one-fifth of the president's claims are about immigration issues, etc., etc. In fact, his most repeated claim, 160 times, is that his border wall is being built. Well, Congress balked at funding the concrete wall he envisioned, so he's tried to pitch bollard fencing and repairs of existing barriers as a wall. So the big giant steel barriers that you can see through that doesn't count. That's a lie cuz he originally called for a concrete wall. So every time he says that's being built, it's not. It's different. It's different
1: materials. Right, that kind of fact that's checking your is That's fact checking. Yeah, and when people do that it just it just makes me roll my eyes so hard. You could you could fact check uh, Biden from yesterday. Biden says, I'm a union man. Fact check. In 1992, he voted against an opportunity for union members to have more blah, blah, blah. Right. And you'd say he lied. That That's the sort of fact checking that Please. is a lot of that 9,000 whatever. The only part of this
0: piece that's worth a damn is uh, that uh, they say the president has earned 21 bottomless Pinocchios. And uh, they define a... I didn't even know there was a bottomless well, and Neither Pinocchio. did I. I kind of like it. it uh, it's a claim that has to earn <laughs> three or four Pinocchios. And then you have to repeat it at least twenty times. <laughs> so, <laughs> do the they have an example? Pinocchio. No, no. Well, they may. I just I I was so off put by the whole thing. It's just oh please, please. It's not a wall. It's that steel. Th- oh God, Please shut up. Poll results here that will end polling. This is the poll to end all polls. Wow. So I've ended fact checking mm-hmm. and polling in a single radio segment. Wow. This is quite a morning. <laughs> they polled people. They being the the WaPo and the ABC News people. They polled a whole bunch of people on uh, this. Make you more likely or less likely to support the president for re-election? First question was health care, his uh, policies and what he's done so far. More likely to support him, quarter of people, twenty-five percent. More likely to oppose him, thirty-eight percent. I don't like his policies. Not a factor. almost as many as the opposition. So you can at least identify a trend there. Overall, it seems people aren't super thrilled. But the handling of the economy 42% of people say they're more likely to support him, 32% say less likely, more likely to oppose him. Same economy. Not a factor, 25%. 25% of voters say, I don't really care about the economy. <laughs> Which is
1: interesting, but... Why are you asking these yay-hoos anything? <laughs> <laughs> how do you not care about the economy? What is your life structure that you don't care what, how the economy's doing? And
0: 33% say, the whole health care thing, government, really not a factor for me. Now, maybe you have private insurance and you're happy with it, but surely you understand that there are people who are coming after it. But I just, if you get a result like that, why are you asking these people anything? I don't care about foreign policy or domestic policy. The economy, not really, not important to me. (laughs) What is important to you? Climate change, I don't care. (laughs) How about self-driving cars? Never heard of them. (laughs) Um, Schools. Schools, who cares? You go to school, you learn, you come home. not—nah, it's not a factor. Trade relations with China. I like Chinese food. So that's a factor. Not really. No. No, not a factor. Please. Polls. Polls, Jack. Polls. <laughs> Words. Words. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh. Those who caught
1: the reference enjoy the reference.
0: Naked Joe Biden. Why does nobody care? We'll drill down.
1: So the New York Times. Take a poll of his poll. Ran a cartoon, pole pole, uh, in which a guide dog with a prideful countenance. I try to have a prideful countenance. It's a good way to be. Shoulders back, chest out. And the face of Benjamin Netanyahu leads a blind, fat Donald Trump wearing dark glasses and a black yarmulke, the little hat. Lest there be any doubt as the identity of the dog man, it wears a collar from which hangs a star of David. Here was an image that, in another age, according to Brett Stevens of the New York Times, might have been published in Der Sturmer. The Jew in the form of a dog. The small but wily Jew leading the dumb and trusting American. The hated Trump being Judaized with a skullcap. The nominal servant acting as a true master. The cartoon checked so many anti Semitic boxes that the only thing missing was a dollar sign. Uh, that is a that is a pretty over the top cartoon in terms of that sort of thing. Yeah, and it it
0: had a stereotypical portrayal of the Jewish face as well.
1: Um, How would that get into it's... the New York Times? Well, Brett Stevens says the New York Times has a troubled history with this sort of thing, and still does apparently. Yeah, yeah. But being called out by one of their own columnists, which you'd have to uh, give them credit for, right? Yes, yeah. And it's a sprawling international organization, but they do need to figure out what's going on. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.